Welcome to The Sunday Soother, a podcast, newsletter, and community about authentic living and compassionate personal development. I'm your host, Katherine Andrews, a life coach, online teacher, and writer focused on self-reflection, mindfulness, and how to create meaning in our everyday lives in practical ways. Join me weekly for conversations about personal growth, spirituality, self-discovery, and self-care, and how we can navigate this messy world with hope and humanity. Hey, everybody, it's Catherine, and welcome back to the Sunday Soother. So I'm coming at you. I'm recording this on August 1st, and God willing, about to leave for a month in Indiana. Um, My boyfriend, AJ, and I, early on in the pandemic, started a tradition of going to Indiana (laughs) for a long time in the summer. Um, The first summer we went, we rented this magical Airbnb on the banks of the Tippecanoe River. We rented it because it had an enormous deck and we knew we could see his family outside safely and we just fell in love with it. And this will be our third year going back. Um, And so I'm going to be taking also a little bit of an August hiatus while I'm there. I am uh, tired. (laughs) I'm tired. I work too much. I burn myself up consistently. Um, I have not learned all the lessons of boundaries and flow and, you know, all the things, you know, that humans struggle to learn with under capitalist society. And even though I love my work so much, I often use overworking as a method of tuning out um, some other stuff, right? I This is kind of the path of the recovering codependent or the person who is learning to be with and feel their emotions and allow flow. You know, over and over again, we're going to learn to stop being with things that distract us. Sometimes those things are substances, like for me, coffee or alcohol. Sometimes those are romantic relationships or drama or other relationships. Sometimes those are numbing out via social media or Netflix or whatever. Um, you know, so much of our path as highly sensitive people is learning to be with our own emotions without running away from or avoiding them or repressing them or numbing them out. And my numbing out of choice, you know, the past year or so has been overworking, probably I mean, longer than the past year. It's just, that's probably been one of them for the, my whole life. <laughs> but it just becomes a lot more stark when you're an entrepreneur and working for yourself because you're like, well, literally, it's just me. I don't have anybody else to blame here. <laughs> There's no toxic boss or other situation. This is my issue to handle. And so in August, I'm signing off of Instagram. I'm taking a break from the Sunday Soother newsletter and this podcast, unless I feel truly inspired. Um, and then I'll definitely record some stuff while I'm there if it feels good and in flow of anything that I want to say. Um, and I'm going to do is I'm like unsubscribing from a bunch of email newsletters. I'm unsubscribing from podcasts. I'm setting like some really strict boundaries around my phone. Um, it's not going to come with me unless I need it for driving directions anywhere. And I'm not going to look at it an hour before bedtime or an hour after waking up. Um, I'm really just hoping I can 
teach myself to be in the present moment. I want to do stuff like cook. <laughs> I miss cooking. I haven't really cooked in a long time. Um, read books by the banks of the river, do all of my self care stuff, journal, and just kind of like sometimes just stare at a wall, like staring at a wall sounds nice. I think I need some of that. Um, and maybe not a wall, but maybe staring at some trees lying on uh, you know, lying on the grass and just kind of being. And so that's sort of my plans for August. And that stuff is not easy. It's a privilege to be able to do it. But there's a reason we numb out with overworking or substances or social media. Um, we are avoiding feeling things. And I know that the stuff will come up for me in August, anxiety or fears or whatever else may arise. And so... <laughs> But it's still something that I want to do, um, you know, that I'm committed to doing because I really see a large part of my work going forward as um, being in more in flow and, and trusting the pace of my business and trusting that I get to relax and set boundaries and that I don't have to scramble and overwork and overoffer and do all the things in order to have a sustainable business. Um, so I think I'm kind of, even though it's August, the metaphor here is I'm probably going into a little bit of of wintering um, this this summer, and going into a little bit of a cave of of healing my overworking. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, looking forward to seeing how that goes, and I'll make sure to update you guys when I'm back. What else is going on in my life? Um, I really like uh, well a couple couple of like work things, I guess. Um, the the wait list for soothe my mastermind for highly sensitive women who are ready to break free of codependency and perfectionism and people pleasing and go after the life of their dreams unapologetically is now open. Um, sign up for the wait list to know when I'm going to open that up again in the fall. Soothe will not start until January of 2023. It is a year long program. You can read all about it at the link in the show notes. And I'm also offering an in-person retreat. This is exciting. This is the first time I've done this in a year or two. Um, it'll be a two-year, a two-year. <laughs> it's gonna be a two-year retreat, guys. Get ready. <laughs> I'm taking you to college. It'll be a two-day retreat uh, that I am co-hosting with my friend Kelly, Kelly Barrett, who is a yoga teacher and movement um practitioner. And we are gonna be in the Blue Ridge Mountains of Western Maryland for the New Year's uh, Eve and Day weekend. So it'll be Friday, December 30th, and then December 31st, and then we leave on Sunday, January 1st. And this is going to be really cool. Kelly and I are spending a lot of time kind of designing this retreat. Um, there will definitely be yoga and movement and nature and community. And there will also be a workshop about goal setting, a workshop about tarot for the year ahead, um, and lots of time for reflection and a, and a dance party. And it will be substance free. We'll have tea and, you know, sparkling cider and goodies and stuff like that. Um, so the link for that is also in the show notes. And there are, there are 15 spots, three of them have already been taken, I think it'll sell out probably. Um, so I know it's a little early, it's like five or six months away. But if that sounds like a good way to spend your New Year's, we would love to have you so you can get more information at the link in the bio. Um, but otherwise, other than that, my I, w- I wanted to touch in on a couple of things that are really helping me lately. And the number one thing, and I'm going to be going off about this for the rest of my life, is EFT tapping. 
which is something that I had done a little bit of in the past year or two, but not really dove in on. And I have dove in on it in a serious way in the past um, one to three months. And it is incredible. Um, EFT stands for emotional freedom technique. And it is a practice of tapping on meridian points on your face and upper body while saying statements about the emotion or situation that you are dealing with out loud, um, releasing the emotion through the tapping and then stepping into new emotions or clearing the emotion so you feel more neutral. I don't know how it works, but it's freaking magic. I have been tapping every day. I've started working with an EFT tapping coach who uses EFT significantly in her coaching and it's an incredible process because I can feel it changing my brain, like when I'm doing it regularly. So some of the things I'm working on on EFT tapping are scarcity, resentment, fear, um, a sense of safety. And I can feel those things start to feel more tangible and real in my life, the more EFT tapping I do around them. Um, And I want to recommend it so highly because it's really easy and free to do. There's a ton of EFT tapping videos on YouTube. I'm going to be incorporating EFT tapping significantly into my secretly ambitious course, which is so exciting. I have a bunch of you have signed up. Um, I think there's like 46 people in there right now. Um, and this is the last day. So I'll probably get a few more. Um, anyways, I just wanted to say that because you may have heard of it. You may not have heard of it. it may sound crazy to you, but it has really helped me in a way few other things have. Um, And I like it because it's got kind of a meditative quality to it as well. But meditation has been so hard for me because of my ADHD. And I find it like that I'll often dread it. And EFT, it's just like your brain and your body are engaged. And so I find it really easy to do. Um, You can find short tapping videos under 10 or five minutes on issues pertaining to you. So say that you're feeling a lot of anxiety, you can Google EFT for anxiety and find a YouTube video that will walk you through the process. Say that you're feeling EFT or say that you're feeling a sense of rejection. Um, Definitely, you can find EFT for rejection. And it is just wild, like how much it can shift the emotion in a short period of time. So I want to highly recommend that. Um, Other than that, not really doing too much like new stuff around self care, really, my self-care these days looks like going to bed early. <laughs> um, I, I do do hypnosis at night when I fall asleep. I've been using Andrew Johnson's uh, app and he's got meditation and hypnosis around any set of topics that you would like. Um, and then I am working out regularly, which feels good, you know, still journaling and tarot and that's about it. You know, nothing revolutionary other than the EFT, which I have incorporated significantly into my routine. So, so let's move on to what I actually promised this episode to be about instead of just kind of rambly updates, um, how to get more of what you want in your life. So when I'm working with people, they're coming to me or they're coming to whoever their therapist or other coach, their healer to resources, to books, looking for something that they feel is missing in their life. Um, I teach on, business and goals and dating and, you know, generally intentionality and going after things you desire. Um, People may want more abundance, more security, um, more friendship, more love in their life. And I think that we're kind of taught backwards about how to go after the thing that we want. 
And the way we're taught backwards is I believe that we're taught that this thing is outside of us. And so we have to look to an external source to be given that thing. And what I want to help you shift today as you're thinking about how to get something in your life is instead of looking for it externally, it is to become the generator of that thing in your own life. And let me explain a little bit what that means. So a lot of people, you know, are interested in developing more of an abundance mindset versus a scarcity mindset. Um, Capitalism, white supremacy, and the patriarchy have really done a number on us in terms of scarcity. Um, There's not enough, there'll never be enough money, you know, you always have to work hard, you have to struggle to get the things that you want, there's not enough for all of us, there's maybe enough for that person over there, but not for you. Um, so our minds can be really wired to see all the places in which there is scarcity and not in which there are, you know, there is endless abundance everywhere. Um, and so when we're thinking about wanting more abundance, I believe that we're like, okay, well, I've got to go find a place that shows me that there's more abundance. And then I will have more abundance if I can figure out how to get to that thing or how to get that thing to give me more, right? Um, I have to go figure out how to make more money at this business over here. I have to go ask this person over here for a raise. I have to wait for this person to send me money. I have to wait for proof external of me that there is abundance everywhere. And what I'm suggesting today when I say become the generator of the thing you want more in your life is I want you to give abundance to everyone and everything around you. So am I saying give money? (laughs) to everybody and everything around you, you could. Um, But more is what I want you to start thinking of is like this. What does abundance mean to you? It might just mean a sense of enoughness, a sense of gratitude, a sense of flow, a sense of love. There's abundance, not just in material things, but abundance in your emotions, in beauty, in all the things around you. And so if you want more abundance in your life, become the generator of abundance for everything around you. Now, this can look like a lot of different things. It could look like um, giving money to people who need it. If you have that capacity, um, picking a charity or a person in need, um, and giving them whatever you can afford on a really regular basis and feeling really good about it. It could look like money wise tipping extra, um, leaving five or $10 bills around in magical special places for people to find, um, you know, supporting others in your family or in your life who need financial support. But it doesn't have to look like that. It can also look like you wake up and you decide to give, you know, five notes of gratitude to people in your life that day. Or you decide to post um, a resource or create a resource online or somewhere that others can access it that is really going to help them. Um, So if you want more abundance in your life, you want to learn to practice becoming the generator of the abundance first. Because abundance is a flow that we're tapping into. And the more you generate it, the more that like the universe sees you as a space to direct that flow of abundance towards you, because it knows that you will then flow it and generate it out towards others around you and in your community. Does that make sense? So I want you to kind of almost think of yourself as like a container for abundance. And if you've got a lot of scarcity mindset, which most of us do, so don't feel bad about it. Remember, we were encouraged to have scarcity mindset by design. But if you have scarcity mindset, your container for abundance is going to be really, really small. 
Um, and the universe is going to be like, ooh, that person, it doesn't feel like they can really handle the abundance I want to send to them, right? That's going to like overwhelm them, overload them. But if you decide to consciously expand your abundance container by first giving abundance to those around you, that will start to expand the amount of abundance you can hold and generate and flow. Um, I wish I could think of like a, like an appliance metaphor. What is something that like grows the more it gives away? (laughs) Maybe a tree. (laughs) Um, but so just really thinking like, okay, if I want more abundance in my life and I'm thinking of abundance, generally money, love, like all the good things in life, how can I generate more of it for people around me? How can I become a circulator of abundance? How can I intentionally grow and generate abundance around me? Can I give money to people? Can I give uh, compliments to people? Can I give gratitude to people? Can I give, uh, you know, like a great way to do this is um, send thank you notes, you know, once a day to somebody who really means something to you, or even really just to send voice notes or notes of gratitude on text to friends or mentors or whatever, right? So doing something that's like a 30 day gratitude or giving challenge. So you don't have to be circulating literal money, because if that's not financially available to you, there's still lots of ways to give abundance. It could be deciding to cook a meal as a surprise for a loved one every day or a person in need, right? And just like showing the universe that you have this capacity to spread out and generate abundance. You are an abundance generator, right? And doing it not with like the energy of like, okay, I've got to go like create abundance and generate abundance so I can get more. But truly because it feels good to do those things, um, to send those notes of gratitude, to cook those meals, to give money to those organizations or people in need. Um, you're kind of just opening up your container you're letting more flow through you. And the more that flows through and out you, the more that will return to you to then be distributed. I hope that makes sense. So the other thing that you can do, so first thing is become the generator of the thing you desire most in your life that you want, that you've been waiting for an external thing to give you, right? So become the generator of abundance. If you're looking for love, Um, you know, you're really desiring to be in a romantic relationship or to have more friendships, become the generator of that love first. And again, you're going to have to get creative in what this looks like for you. And that's good. Get creative. The universe freaking loves creativity because the universe is like, you know, and we're kind of stepping into like how this like energy works. Um, But the universe is like looking for you to be its co-creative business partner. (laughs) And it gets really psyched with people who are using their creativity to do this in like unique and interesting and genuine and authentic and fun and loving ways. So again, first thing is become the generator of the thing. So if you want love, you know, how can you spread love out more to other people around you? It doesn't have to be romantic love. You know, love comes, as we know, it sounds kind of generic, but in all shapes and forms. So how are you able to give more love to people around you? Um, whether it's people that are strangers to you or people directly in your life, what is giving love more love looks like? What, is, what does it look like to generate love in your life, in your immediate circle and your community? Um, so become the generator of the thing that you desire, get creative. The other thing then is to start to train your brain to look for more of the thing that you desire more in your life. So I, 
have worked with several clients who struggle with issues of feeling like there's no safety in their lives. And they have good reason to think this. You know, most of us who struggle with feeling safe have evidence (laughs) that life isn't safe. Um, Or we have trauma that proved to us that things weren't safe and we have to hold on to control to try to stay safe. Um, But if all of your, if all your brain is seen is evidence that things are unsafe, um, that's all your brain is going to see. And you kind of have to start to train your brain to intentionally find and see more of what you desire in your life. So in addition to becoming the generator of the thing you desire more of in your life, how can you look every day for proof that what you desire more of in your life is already all around you? So for the clients who struggled with feeling safe, I would often assign them things like write down five ways every day that life is safe. And it could be like, you know, I took the bus to work and I got there safely. Um, I got home and I had running water and the electricity electricity was working and everybody I know is safe right now and tucked away in their homes. Um, you know, and it, sometimes it has to be very basic stuff, right? Like, because if we're also looking to, you know, find proof of abundance, our brain is going to ignore stuff like running water and electricity and enough f- uh, food in our fridge because it's going to think it has to be like super grandiose or whatever. Um, but finding evidence of the thing that you desire is already all around you is you got to think of it as like intentional brain training. Right now, our brains are directed at like finding proof of usually against the thing we desire. And our brains are like also just like negative scanning machines, especially highly sensitive people. They're really good at finding the the critical elements and finding proof of things being dangerous. And so you have to intentionally decide that you want to choose to find the proof of abundance being all around you, love being all around you, safety being all around you. And usually to me, that looks like doing an exercise I call evidence hunting, which is just what I said, which is like every day or a few times a week, writing down five to 20 or even more ways of um, proving the thing you want to believe is already true, right? I am abundant. I have running water in my apartment. I have electricity. I have air conditioning. I have a refrigerator. I have a dishwasher. I have X amount in my bank account. I have enough food right now to eat for the next seven days just alone in my fridge or cabinet or even longer probably. Um, I have, you know, this much cash available to me to which could buy this much groceries. So it's kind of this basic stuff of the brain retraining to find evidence all around you of what you desire to see. So those are just two simple tips of how to get more of what you desire in your life through those through those shifts. So the first, just to recap, become the generator of that which you desire. So if you desire more abundance, start to flow out more abundance from you to those around you. Remember, abundance can look like a lot of things. It doesn't mean giving all of your money away, but abundance can be giving out love or gratitude or compliments or resources or ideas, um, whatever it looks like. Become the generator of the thing you desire to see more of in your life. And then also go evidence hunting every day for what you desire to see more of in your life and find proof that the thing you desire in your life is already all around you. These shifts may sound too simple, but I hope you'll consider listening to them because um, they work, 
right? They work. We're really just trying to reorient our brains away from being hyper-focused on scarcity and negativity and gently just shift them like, you know, 10 degrees over little by little towards being like, actually, the filter here is that there is X all around us. There is abundance all around us. There is love all around us. Um, There is whatever you desire all around us. It's more just a matter of being able to increase our container for that thing and then train our brain to find the evidence um, that it already exists. So I hope that was fun and helpful. I hope you have a beautiful August. I might be here in August. I might not be, but uh, either way, check out the Soothe Mastermind and the New Year's Retreat. And I hope you all are doing well. And I'm sending you lots of gentle love for the week ahead. That's it for this week's Sunday Soother. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have a moment, go on over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. That's how other people find this podcast and the message of hope and compassionate personal growth I'm hoping to spread to many more people just like you. You can find me on Instagram at Katherine Andrews and find out more about the Sunday Soother at thesundaysoother.com. You can also check out my services, courses, and coaching at katherinedandrews.com. Have a great day ahead.